0: Presented by Wingstop. Here he is, for Sean Jackson.
1: Welcome back to 93.7 on the black shirt, and I'm with the captain and Mr. Bop, and VJ got some exciting news, not exciting news, well, some some world news for us. Ah. Hey, hey, before you do that, VJ, I, I, got, I, got to, um, I got to read this. This is from Wyoming Rob. He said, hey, captain, you know that Hot Wheels is going to want to play for Coach Prime.
2: <laughs> we gotta, we gotta do something. Not, not if I got something to do about that, I would not have my seed playing for Colorado. I will not do it. I love, I love what Coach Prime is doing at Colorado. I love all of that foolishness. I love it. Okay, but my heart and blood bleeds Husker red, sir. And my, now listen. Scarlet he can go wherever he wants when she gets a little older. It's his decision. But if I can sway it, believe me, I'm doing everything in my power. I am. And I think, you know, Well, I mean, it's a long time coming, but listen, 18 year process. Hopefully I'm around to be able to witness my, my grandson maybe play football. I don't even know if I want to push him towards football. He might just be a car salesman. Hmm. You know, value life a little bit longer, not have to get up like Paul with uh, uh, neck stiffness and and knee pain and back stiffness and, you know, all of that was because of football. There's life after football. You're going to work a lot longer than you play football. So you better have a plan, you know. I mean, the guys that's getting the portal, better have a plan. You hate to see them go, but, I mean, for me, I would like to talk to these guys and find out What's their plans? Like, you know, what's their thinking? How has it been? Just to know, you know. And I, 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 uh, I hate to see them go because I think, especially the young guys, you know, the Ernest Hausmans, the Butlers, the guy, the 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 Golds, these guys that have the potential to play. You hate to see them go. Now, on the flip side of that, again, when you're rebuilding, you know what you want? Your soldiers. You want to program those guys the way you want to program them. So there's two sides to every coin, but, you know, you still hate to see these guys leaving uh, in the numbers. And it's not just Nebraska. Let's not think that this is a Nebraska problem. It's not. This is an Alabama problem. This is a – well, you just said it, didn't you, earlier. Who's the uh, Louisiana Tech mm-hmm. problem? What what the heck is Louisiana Tech going to do?
1: Okie okay, State got 13.
2: I mean, who else? Who else, Terrell?
1: Who else? Okay. So, Colorado State, 17. Texas a and 16. Arkansas, 15. Kent State, 14. Oki State, 13. Oregon, 13. Maryland, 12. Virginia Tech, 12. Washington State, 12. Alabama, Nebraska, 12 now. Uh, Alabama, 11. And Jackson State, 11.
2: Soon to be more.
1: Oh yeah, that's just that's just that small list. I mean, that's over a hundred. We're not even twenty schools.
2: Hmm. I got a request. This is the request line too. I can't. I, I'm. I'm. I'm going to announce it. I, I want more people to get in. Tell everybody. We're gonna. Uh, there's a player that's transferring, and we're gonna have him on. And he's gonna talk about just where he comes from. I'm just gonna interview him like I do all the Nebraska players. And then and, and keep going from there. But uh, again, we hate to see guys leave. These are young men that's from all over the country. They're coming to a particular place to play football, to build as football players and to build as young men that could be put back into society where they can be honest taxpaying people. Be able to get a job because 98% of the college football players are going to be working. When they get out, even though we push NFL, we, we talk NFL, you know, Uh coach rule spoke about, you know, getting players in the NFL. Coach prime spoke about getting players in the NFL. So gone is the day when we talk about the education piece, Yeah. even though it's still there, it's not first. Now it's second it's I'm going to do whatever it takes to get you to the NFL. And along the way of that, you're going to get a degree too. I'm quite sure they still talk about education. And and rule and Prime both talked about education. So I'm not saying that they didn't. My point is that first and foremost to the forefront of recruiting these young men now is going to be the NFL football. Going to the league. Not coming to get an education. Okay, And most guys, even when I played, that's what it was anyway. We all thought we were gonna to go to the NFL. Every one of us. Right,
1: Terrell? Well, I don't know. Some kids come for the education. You know, parents don't wanna hear the NFL talk. Parents wanna hear how can you better my child and getting him an education. So and that's and that's a downfall for a coach to say, I wanna get I not not really a downfall, but I know nine times out of ten parents wanna hear a coach say, I want your son to get a degree.
2: Yeah, well, those days are Jacques gone. Jacquez in the transfer portal. That's right, folks. The, the one of the biggest, baddest backs to, to to grace us with his presence is in the transfer portal, and I am feeling it because I really thought that he could. He had a chance to be. In the conversation with some of those great backs, uh, didn't pan out. I didn't understand quite why we didn't use him, uh, on special teams, uh, among some other positions that he could have played and helped us out. And, uh, in the transfer portal, you know, three years to play, uh, that's a big loss to me. Um, you know, on, on, on one end, um, you know, it, 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 uh, dang, man, that hurts, man. Yeah. You know, when I heard about Butler, I, that socked me because I thought Butler had a great, bright career future. But this one with Jacques Yant, you know, um, you know, here, here, let me say this. We don't know how it feels to have three different surrogate daddies. We don't know how that feels. To have instability of a program, the ups and downs, you know, When we talk about a good family structure, it's about stability, right? It's about family structure. And, you know, there's been a lot of change, ups and downs, hills and valleys for these boys. And you don't know how that affects them mentally. So hopefully here in about 15 minutes, we'll have a chance to hear from Yant and just get uh, where he comes from. Cause I don't even think people know, they don't know his story. Well, Bob, What do you know about him?
0: Uh, I just said he was at Florida, uh, Florida State. You know, born from Florida, big guy. I mean, I don't know too much, too much outside of that.
1: Pensacola, uh, Pensacola, Florida. Am I right? But 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 do you know his story? Uh, He's from Tampa, Tampa, Pensacola. Uh, I think he was a walk-on, wasn't he?
2: Well, well, it, he was a gray issue. Yeah, that's why I want to get his story because I think it's fascinating that um how he got picked up, how he got to Nebraska, the fact that last year this was a kid that everybody, not, can't anybody tell me that they didn't say to themselves, what the heck is going on? And the plays when he was in the game, he really never got the ball in a position to really showcase his talents. Ever. And you got to wonder, why wouldn't we pay him on special teams? 6'1, 6'2, 245 pounds of brick. Why wouldn't we play him on punt team? Kickoff team, kickoff return team. Put your best players on those teams. If Gabe Irvin's not gonna play, if he's the number three or four back, guess what he should be doing? Special teams. Because you're putting your best guys out there. And to me, last year, this past year, you know, both situations left players out on the bench. Mickey did a good job of trying to throw talent back out there, you know, the youngsters. But then there was guys in certain positions and rooms that only got to play because of injuries. And for me, this was a guy who was healthy the entire season. Can can we pull up his stats? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich.
0: yeah i have, I've got his stats in front of me of course his twenty twenty one stats were better because he had the big uh, uh game against northwestern that's what I'll remember him for the thirteen carries one hundred and twenty seven yards was kind of the star of that game um also had six carries for sixty yards against purdue that year those were his best performances two years ago forty seven carries two hundred and ninety four yards and six point three yards per carry in a touchdown in twenty twenty one this past year we just didn't see a whole lot of him uh He finished with twenty carries fifty six yards Two touchdowns, one against Indiana and one against Purdue. Two point eight yards per carry.
2: Okay, so so that means he only got in when everybody in the whole stadium knew he was going to get the ball. That's what two point eight. When you, how many times did he get
0: it? 20, 20 touches. Yeah, never more than four touches in a game.
2: Uh, six foot, one or two, two hundred and forty five pound guy who can run. Probably a high four four really low four or five flat you know what that does i call that a meat tenderizer he's he's a meat tenderizer you know why bob
0: oh, he's, he's just beating you up preparing you for you know he's one of those guys that gets better the more carries he gets the longer the game goes on but well ne- we never saw that
2: well because the, because the coaches never did it they maybe they never saw that we saw that i saw that but the coaches didn't see that. And, and, and that that's what marks a good coach, to be able to identify and develop talent. Let me say that one more time. A great coach is able to identify, and then once you identify the talent, now you have to develop it into what you want it to be and get the best version of the identification of that talent that you can get.
1: Yeah, but you got to understand who they, who they who we got. We got Anthony Grant. You got AJ Allen. I mean, stop it. What you mean? Stop it. I mean, that's stop that's a AJ great Allen.
2: I love AJ Allen, but AJ Allen was not better than Yant.
1: Oh man, you, that's your opinion. You know, your opinion man, is listen, worthy, but everybody else got other opinions. So
2: you can say you can say what you want, but if a guy doesn't get the same carries in the same plays in the same games, then you can't say that. You're not going to tell me that a a, a a true freshman Yank, can come in and give you great minutes last year, and then the next year, he's off the face of the earth. He's well, buried that, on the that, bench.
1: That's called talent. That's called talent coming in. Stop it. Stop that's it. That's talent You're coming You're not about
2: in. to tell me that that Grant, the last four games of Grant's career at Nebraska, this I'm talking about this year, that was the best version of Grant that we saw?
1: I mean, that's all four of them. I mean, that's every running back we got. They – always took it to the outside. They didn't want to run it up in the middle. Even Yance, a big 240 guy, he always running to the sideline. I want you to cut it up. I want you to cut it up and get in that hole.
2: Again, I think you should go back and before you make that assumption, you got to go back and look at those 20 carries. I can tell you right now, okay? because I'm a running backs coach. I love the running backs position. I think it's the most explosive position on the field. I think it has to be the, the toughest position on the field. But the carries that Yant got, I'll tell you, we'll start with the Northwestern game. He probably got – that was probably where he got the four carries in the Northwestern game. When did he get the carries? On the goal line. Okay. We talked about the offensive line not being very good. What did we do? We put a tight end in front of him, two tight ends in front of him that were in three-point stands, and we put Yant in a three-point stance. So now we got all three of our backs in a three-point stance instead of putting your running back in an up position so that if it's all clogged in the middle, guess what he can do? Do exactly what you tell it, bounce it to the outside. So I, I don't know if I'm necessarily buying that. I hate to see a guy of his talent uh, to leave uh, because I think he could have helped us in more than just running back.
0: Well, and I think either way, I mean, obviously the the results and, and the stats are there, but I think with, and you, you felt this, especially at the end, that last game with Ramir Johnson, um, you know, th- there was enough talent back there probably to get a little bit, you know, more carries going. Anthony Grant, it, it and you, you kind of r- line, run a fine line there because you want to get your playmakers the ball as much as possible. There was games where I did the postgame show uh, where, you know, Nick Sandert and other fans were upset that Grant didn't get enough carries. And then, you know, at, at the end, it's like, well, maybe you should use all your talent back there. So I think Grant's an, an excellent back. I think he, he, it would be good to spell him here and there. It seemed like at, by the end of the year, especially in that Iowa game, he was trying to get to his 1,000 yards. He was trying to break them instead of just kind of taking what was there. Um, but for that, that whole host of, you know, it's is a deep room. And it was just weird because, you know, Ramir especially, though. I mean, Ramir's another guy. Like, he was your lead back two years ago, like by the end of the season. And it wasn't like a fluke. He was one of your best playmakers. And then all of a sudden he just doesn't get the ball. Maybe some of that. And I don't know, you know, with with the new running back, running back coach that they had last year with Applewhite, maybe that a lot of the decision was there. Maybe, it's, maybe a lot of it was Whipple. We know Whipple, uh, his whole idea is get the playmakers the ball. So if he identified Anthony Grant as his number one playmaker, maybe that's who he wanted to lean on. It just feels like now with Yant leaving, Hopefully we don't see Ramir leave, but just even Ramir last year. It feels like there was more to be gotten out of those guys than, than what ultimately happened.
1: And that's the problem. You yeah. got too many running backs with one ball. Mm. You know, that's, that's one of the reasons. I mean, and, and it's just too much competition in the backfield. I mean, this is like – I mean, they got four good running backs. This is like when Nebraska had four good running backs. You had Clint Childs, Damon, Amon, and Lawrence. So, you know, somebody's going to be short of carries, you know. And plus, you're not blowing out teams like we used to blow out. Yeah. So, you're not going to get the carries because you're always trying to come from behind. You know, that's one of the reasons.
2: Well, yeah, I, I think that's that's true. But if you don't make a decision to run the ball and you can't, like you said, it's going to be hard. And, and these games, though, here's the deal, though. The last four games of the season, we were ahead. So we should have been able to get into some type of running set and go big 10 football. Like it was done against us on multiple occasions. Period.
0: Period. Yeah. Uh, Well, and, and and, and for the, the, I mean, that's, that's part of the problem behind the whole dynamic though, is that they, they couldn't do that. They couldn't rely on their line um, to give their running backs enough carries to spread the ball around. Um, So it's, you know, I, it is there's a lot of talent at that running back position, but that, that that again underlines the main problem at Nebraska has been the offensive line. I think it got better throughout the year, but it's still you know, the weak link on offense and you just you can't do everything that you want to do and get all your playmakers the ball and you know continue to pick up first downs. <laughs> you know, more first downs, more sustained drives means more carries. They they weren't. This is not an offense that was it was a, a, almost at any time running sustainable drives. They were either big play through the air, or you know what is what was your old tackle 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 punt. <laughs> but on the opposite side for Nebraska's offense,
1: I don't know. I kind of feel like the the days of the the big bruising backs are gone from college football. You know because you know all these guys are you know the guy from Wisconsin, the guy from. Michigan, the guy from uh, all these are little bitty backs. You know, they, they 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 move into the scat backs more likely, them kind of positions. And you know, like the like the run Danes, you know, you're not going to get them 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 backs again. You know, we're not going to see that type of run Danes, the Chris Henrys or the backs like that. You know what I'm saying? You know, unfortunately, I like Yance. I thought he was a great running back. You know, I thought he should have got more carries than that. But when you got a team full of great running backs, you know, somebody got to. You know, I don't know. I wouldn't say it was the coach. I don't. I don't know what it was, but I think he should have played more than what he should have. Though, just for coming yeah, off that I, freshman I, I, compa- I, I, campaign that that freshman year, coming off like that, he should have been in the mix from the early get go.
2: Yeah, I, I think they're they're good backs. I'm not going to give them great. I, I, I don't. I, I'm not even going to give because of what he did the last four games. I think he kind of fell off a little bit for me, um, and got you know I. With running back, sometimes you can try to do too much. And I think he was trying to do too much because of the blocking. But just like, well, you can't tell me that uh, 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 Ramir comes into the game and he slashes for the yardage that he slashed for. You know, that, that that's just a difference in back. Some backs know how to move their body and, and do what they need to do in order to make a man miss and then get missing. Uh, Sean, you're on with the captain. you got about one minute. What say you, my friend?
0: I'd say, you know, first of all, you know, I love the Huskers, but I think the problem is more in line with the strength and conditioning uh, as far as the offensive line goes. We were just getting our butts handed to us on both sides of the ball. I mean, I've met Zach Dival, He's a great person, but it, his uh, philosophy just isn't cut.
2: Yeah, I I think it it doesn't take much to tweak this team into a team that can be very, very well and they can do well on and off the football field, but it's going to start in the weight room. Do you feel like that is going to be your key to Nebraska being successful next year?
0: Yeah, I hope so. I think Corey Campbell, I mean, if they learn like he looks, oh, my God, we're going to be a force to be reckoned with. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, Sean, give me your All best right. Go Big Red, man. Excuse me? Give me your best Go Big Red.
0: Go Big Red! Go, go Big
2: Red! That's what I'm red. talking about. Go, go. Big red. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, thanks, Sean. Hey, listen, we're going to throw it to break. Um, and when we get back, we're going to talk to Jacquez Hemp. So when we get back off this break, get in the room, get in the building, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, wherever you, however you're watching, Chakul Jin will be on the phone, and we'll talk and find out from his perspective, you know, his tenure at Nebraska, which is over. The captain on the ticket, 93.7.